Today, I want to share about uh, one lady. And uh, the name of this lady is Miss Hurry. Do you know this lady? Does someone know Miss Hurry? Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm going I'm to explain about her. People often say the, the more, the merrier. Everyone is always running after more money, comfort, and control. In trying to get these things, they end up saying, I'm so busy, I'm, I'm in a hurry, I'm so tired, and I don't have time. Have you ever thought about this? Who, you, who here used to say, I'm in a hurry? Yes, normally we say, I'm in a hurry, I'm busy, I'm tired, I have no time. And we're going to call this situation Miss Hurry. <laughs> you understand me now? Yes. Miss Hurry. He's, she's always make us hurry, 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 and sometimes we don't have time to do the most important things. She's, one, she's the one in charge of making you busy and tired. She wants you running and busy, looking after everything and everyone all the time. Actually, she tries to keep you from taking care of what is really important. That is your relationship with God and your health. This rushed lifestyle cut us in half. We are never whole in what we do. We are with our family, but our busy mind is thinking about job. Have you ever had this with you? Yes. We are at work, but thinking about family or something else. We have this mindset, the more I do, the better it is. We are praying, but our mind is already on the next thing that we need to do. Sometimes we are bowing down before the Lord. We start praying and suddenly our mind poof, goes somewhere, thinking about the next challenge that we have to do. I want to make some questions. Pay attention to those questions. Do you think that everything you do is God's plans for you? Is all of it God's will for your life? Is this busy life stealing away from you for your, from your time with God? Does Miss Hurry give you or allow you time to enjoy your family? Ask God now. Father, does all of what I am doing today come from you? Or have I taken it from some, someone else? Maybe you stole it from your spouse, or from your children, or from even from your boss. Do you really think that you are supposed to be in charge of everything you are being doing up to today? We're going to reflect about this today. Are you fulfilling God's purpose for your life? I know everyone has responsibility as a mother, as a father, son, daughter, even at your workplace. But sometimes we want to help, but instead we take on other people's jobs. 
we start doing things that is not ours. For example, I'm gonna give you some examples. You work at full-time job, and then you, come, you go home, and you cook dinner, you set the table, you do the dishes after, you clean the kitchen after dinner, and you go to do the laundry, and you feed the dog, and meanwhile, what's happened? Your children are playing, and your husband is resting at, as you work all by yourself. Does any wife relate what I'm talking here? <laughs> yes, and then you, you ask, is it fair? No. No, <laughs> but wow. You feel tired and frustrated. It will be much easier if you share the chores and at the end, everyone can enjoy some time, some family time together, isn't it? Yes. When you share tasks, you are teaching your kids and even your husband about responsibility. When you do everything for your kids, they will never learn to do it by themselves. And remember, learning is a process. Because sometimes we think, oh, I'm not going to call my kids to do this because they don't know how to do it. They're gonna take long time to do it. Then you prefer to do by yourself because it's gonna be quick. But learning is a process. Nobody was born knowing how to do the dishes, how to clean the house, how to cook some food. You have to teach, you have to be patient. And it takes time, but sometimes we prefer to do ourselves because it's better, because we, do, we, are, we are faster. But we need to pay attention. We need to, to learn and to, to give them to permission to learn, even to make mistakes. Amen? Amen. And uh, another example. In your workplace, maybe a colleague asks you a favor to cover him because he's not well. And you say yes, but you realize that he has been doing this for a long time and he's a lazy person. You have been working double shifts and he's earning his salary, but you are the one working for him. But you are afraid to say no because you don't want to hurt him. Ask God, what is he calling you to do? Is it your real job or it does belong to someone else? We need to pay attention because sometimes we are doing things that we don't need to do. Sometimes we do our kids' homework only to finish it quickly so we can have some peace. Because sometimes they take long time to do it and you want to clean the table, you want them to go to bed. But pay attention because they are learning and you have to give permission to them to learn. Sometimes uh, your, maybe your brother 
is in has some debts and then he asks you money. It maybe it's the third time he's asking money this year for you. And he never pays back. And you know he's not even a good manager of his own money. But you keep helping this person. Miss Hurry makes we think that we have to do everything for everyone. But when we are in the wrong place, we start to get sick. We start to get tired. We are doing good, but instead of we uh, start having a battle inside of us. Because in our mind, we complain, we grumble, we moan, because we don't pray, we don't seek advice, we don't talk before making decisions. We just rush in to help and saving others. Did you know that all this negativity that is in your mind make you depressed and open yourself even for disease? Did you know that? Ask the person, say, poke the person beside you, say, did you know that? If your mind keeps busy, like uh, busy with this morning complaining, grumbling, because you feel like, oh, I'm doing too much. I wish I can rest, but I not have time. I have to run here. I have to run there. I have to help this. I have to help somebody else. And you are helping everybody, but you don't stop. You don't ask God, should I do this or should I allow this person to do by themselves? Should I allow them, this person to maybe, maybe have some troubles, but they will learn because you are trying to protect everybody. We need to learn how to rest, to seek God first before you rush to help everyone around us. Let's read together. Let's read. Hebrews 4, 10 and 11. Hebrews 4, 10 and 11 says, For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, but as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. God, he created this world, but in the seventh day, what's happened? He rested. And the Bible says that when Jesus died at the cross, he worked everything from us. He did the work for us. And we need to rest in his work. We need to trust that what Jesus for, did for us at the cross what, was everything. We need to learn to rest on him. He is our savior. You are not the savior of your family. <laughs> Sometimes we think I am the savior. If I don't, if you're not there, nobody will survive. I have to be there all the time. Pay attention. Miss Hurry is in charge, but Jesus must be in charge, not Miss Hurry. <laughs> Amen. Many times we want to take God's place and be people's 
be people's provider. Remember, God is our provider. He is our redeemer. Don't be afraid, my dear, to ask God, Lord, am I in the right place? Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Or am, am I doing some, someone's work? We need you because how, if you are struggling inside of you, if you feel there is something pulling you apart, you are doing things, but you feel there is something inside of you that you don't feel the peace of the Lord. This is because Miss Hurry is in charge. And we need to seek God and ask God, should I do this now, Lord? Or should I give to someone else to do it? This is... Something that we need to learn and seek the, the Lord's face. I'm going to give my own testimony. In my own life, I realized something wasn't right. I was longing for more time before the Lord, but I wasn't finding time for it. I was always busy, and I had good reasons for that. I am I'm married, I'm, I'm pastor of the church, and I, I, I have to be busy. But I start to feel frustrated because my time with God was little. And when I was in his presence, instead of me focused on him, I was worrying about everyone else. I was always anxious and nervous. When I was with my family, my mind ran to other places, worrying about other things. And I used to think that if I stop and rest, things would never happen. Because I wasn't the only one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm confessing my sins. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who knew how to do and how to do things for them. I started feeling tired and sometimes angry with this situation. And I started questioning myself, self-evaluating my actions. And I came to a conclusion. If I don't stop, relax, I will collapse. What I, what I did, I had to organize my schedule. Then I start to waking up earlier in the morning, having my devotional. I say that because I was busy, but I wasn't giving the proper time to the Lord. Then I, I woke up in the morning, the first thing I rush to do things. Miss Hurry was calling me. I have to save my family. <laughs> then I said, no. I know, I'm not saying that you don't do things anymore. Of course you have to do your job, helping in the house, work in your workplace. But you have to find time first for the Lord. Amen. He must be the first. If you are working, you have to wake up earlier. If you go, are going to school, wake up earlier. But give the first hours of your day to him. And you're going to experience much more peace in your heart. Then what I, what I did, I started waking up earlier, having my devotional, because I love to have this time with the Lord when the house is quiet everybody's sleeping, then this is wonderful because I can be before the Lord and nobody knocking the door. Mom, where is that? Oh, come, let's eat something. I love to be by myself with the Lord. And then uh, I lost where. Uh, 
okay. Then I, I find, I, I start having this time, and I, I start, uh, uh, other things I, I wasn't doing so much, I decided to, to set a time also to do my exercise, to take care of my health, and I start organizing my time to be before the Lord and also to take care of myself, because I was always leaving this to the last time of the day, and when then Miss Hurry was always calling me, calling me, calling me, and I was, was, wasn't able to mind my time. And I, I learned to stop, to rest in the God's presence. When Then this becomes so good for us. This hurried lifestyle is destroying us and taking us far away from God and his presence. And we need to organize our time. We need to set time. We need to learn to stop in God's presence. Amen. Amen. The second point, point, finding your race. We need to find our race. There is Miss Hurry calling us to do so many things, but there is a race that God calls us to, to, to do. If you are running in many directions, it means you have no goal. Listen, God doesn't want you to survive. He wants you to live and to live a life that is full and good. What Jesus said in John 10.10. 10. We are not called to run or our spouse, spouse and kids race for them, or even our friends and family members. We are called to run the race together as a family. Amen. It's not for only you to, to run for everybody. You save your son doing uh, his homework. You save your daughter cleaning the house for her. You, you save your husband uh, going to the bank and paying all the, all the bills. You do everything and nobody else do anything at, at home. Be careful. You're not called to do this. You're called to run together as a family. Amen. God, does, God wants us to run a race, not hurry everywhere. God's race brings us close to him, not far away from him. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Let's read this passage. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us, what? Run, Run with perseverance the race marked out for us. There is a race marked for you. Amen. Fixing your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfect of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus did this for you in order for you now to run the race. There is something that you are called to do here. You are called, you have a purpose here. You are not one that must be running everywhere, but you have to run one race. And which race are you running? God's ones or the world one? The one that bring you, brings you closer to him or far away from him? You must question yourself. 
You are serving the Lord. You are coming to church every Sunday. Are you getting close to the Lord every day? Or are you getting far away from Him because of your lifestyle? You need to question yourself. Because if you are seeking the Lord, you must get closer and closer to Him, not far away from Him. Right? Yes. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27. Let's read this passage. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in a such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. As a Christian, as a son and daughter of the Lord, we, we are in a race and we need to prepare for it. We need to train every day. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the price. Paul the Apostle here is telling us we need to have discipline. We need to organize our lives. We need to have some rules. We need to have some habits to run this race. As a son and daughter of the Lord, of the Almighty, you have to spare, you have to, like, to, like, to spare time to be in the Lord's presence every day. You have to have discipline. You have to know His Word because you are His son. You have to find time to be in His presence. Doesn't make sense. You call yourself a Christian, but you don't know the word of the Lord. Isn't it? We are called to run a race. It means you have to prepare every day. One athlete, when he goes to, to run a marathon, he, he, he not able to be ready for the marathon in one day. Isn't it? He have to do every day some training. The same as, as a Christian. We have to prepare ourselves every day. It's not something, oh, I, I went to church this Sunday. I'm ready for this whole week. <laughs> if you have breakfast today, can you keep, can you go this week, the whole week just with the breakfast? No. No. <laughs> You have to eat tomorrow. Oh, probably gonna eat again later. <laughs> we have to eat every day, at least three times a day. And then you, you come to church just on Sunday and you think it's everything all right. It's not. We need to train. We need to run this race. We need to be prepared. Amen. Three, set goals. We need to set goals to seek God first, to prioritize Him in our lives. Sometimes, what's happened? I know myself. Our minds sometimes trick us. 
because we we go to God's presence, but we think that God still blaming us for our sins that we confess before. And then we are ashamed to go before the Lord because he thinks he's going to come and point the finger to us again and again and again. But the Bible says, when you confess your sins, what happens? He forgives us. The Bible says that he throw our sins in the deep of the sea. He, he doesn't look to your sin again. He doesn't blame you again for what you confess. Then you are free to go to his presence, to worship him, to be in his presence. But sometimes we go and our mind is still there. Oh, I'm not worthy to be here. I'm so bad. I, I know God's not going to listen to my prayer today. Then you don't pray. Don't commit this mistake, my dear. You can go before him. He's waiting for you. Amen. If you ask, if you ask for forgiveness, he already forgives you. Come before him. Seek him. Enjoy his presence. Don't be worried about your future. Or don't blame yourself for your past. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes. We need to learn to enjoy what we have now and stop blaming ourselves because of our past and worrying about our future. We put everything in the hand of the Lord. Amen? Philippians 3, 13 and 14 says, Brother and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do. Look, this is Paul the Apostle, the great man with full of faith, who had a wonderful experience of the Lord. And he said, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Jesus Christ. He was aware of these things that we are always fighting inside of our minds. We feel this guilt sometimes. We feel it's hard to work. But Paul knew, I just look ahead. I just keep walking because I know the calling that God has for me. Amen. Just keep doing, keep walking. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. In Christ we have a goal. What is your goal? We are called to be like him. To love like him. To share his love with Father. This is your goal. This is your race. Maybe you say, what's my race? What I'm called to do? In a simple way. There is more things that we can study about. But just in a simple way. Your goal. Let's read. Uh, put again this race, please. Let's read together. In Christ. In Christ. Together, everybody. In Christ, we have a goal. We are called to be like him, to love like him, 
two, share his love with others. This is your goal. This is your race. Amen. Amen. We are not to be uh, Miss Hurry. Running everywhere, there is a goal. There is something for you to do. As you walk, as you go to your job, go to your school, as you are, are with your family, this is your goal. You, you are called to be like Jesus, to love like him, to share his love with others. This is your goal. Amen? The world is calling you to hurry in many directions. You, always, you think, I need a better job. I need to fix my family. I need more money. Dear one, the only thing you need is God. Is Jesus. He must be the first thing in our lives. Just he will guide you. He will provide a wonderful job to you. He will take care of your family. Seek your kingdom first, and all things will be added to you. Amen? Matthew 6, 33. Amen. The hurry robs our peace, our health, our family. We lose emotionally and spiritually because we are worried about so many things. We need, remember, we are just getting to the end. We need to set a time every day to seek the Lord. We need to set a time to be fed by Him, to be fed by Him, by His world. Decide today, my dear, I will set time every day to seek God's presence. I will commit myself to the body of Christ also, with my cell group, coming to church, to meetings. Our main goal in life must be like Jesus, and the church is the place that God chose to help us to grow. If you want to grow, you must be around your brothers and sisters. Amen. You must invest time to learn more of his word. You must invest time to be together with the cell meeting, in the cell meeting, in the prayer meetings, because you, we grow as we are together. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Did you know that? Amen. He has a lot to reveal to you. And the only thing you need to do is to be close to him, to abide in him. I love this verse. John 15, 7 says, If we abide in me, Jesus said, If we abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever we will, and it shall be done unto you. John 15, 7. We are called to run a race with a goal, not to hurry and worry about everyone else. Repent and ask God to forgive you. Organize yourself first. Set a time to seek God every morning. Set your alarm and say, this is gonna be my time with the Lord. Put him first. Read the Bible every day. Meditate on his promises. Cling on him. Cling on to him. Improve your reading. 
Like uh, if he, sometimes people say to me, ah, it's very hard to read the Bible. I don't understand. My beloved, there is a lot of Bible apps nowadays. And you can get one that you can follow. Maybe some Bible, maybe Bible plans like to read the Bible in one year, maybe in two years. There is some devotionals that explain the Bible to you. There is no excuse nowadays. You can improve. You can learn. Just put is uh, something that is important for you. If you give this priority you of course you're gonna find time we spend so much time in our phones looking social media why not you spend sometimes with a bible app reading there or you have to give priority to this you have to put god first amen, amen. take care also the temple of the holy spirit God live, lives in us. Amen? Amen? If you are sick, it's very hard for you to follow, to seek the Lord. You feel tired. You feel you, you, your body doesn't respond. You need to take care of, your, of the temple of the Holy Spirit. A sick person cannot please God. Then do your exercise. Eat health and sleep well. This is important also. Did you know that? Because if you, if you go to bed very late, like, oh, I need to, to finish this movie today, you're not going to be able to wake up in the morning to have a time with the Lord, of course. You have to at least to, to sleep eight hours. You have to organize yourself. Remember, you are an athlete. You are in a race. You not falling, Miss Hurry. <laughs> we are falling God's race. We are in God's race, and we have goals, and we have to prepare ourselves. Pure, prioritize His kingdom, the church, the place that God established for us to grow. Be connected to the body of Christ. Mind your hours of work in order to have time for God. When I say mind your, your hours of work, if you work in a company, of course, you cannot say, oh, sorry, boss, I have to go. It's my time with the Lord. Or at school, he said, sorry, I cannot stay here anymore because I have time now with the Lord. I'm not saying about that. But I say, this, the things that you do, that is not yours. Sometimes you are helping others, but you're supposed to ha allow them to do them the work themselves. You are taking others' job, other people's job. This is what I'm saying, okay? Then mind your time. Watch your time, because it's better to share. Even though your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife is not going to do the same as you do, but what's the problem? Don't be uh, controlled by, by Miss Hurry. Amen. When God Allah alone is our true treasure, listen to this phrase. I'm, I want to read. We are finishing now. When God alone is our true treasure, reward, and prize, when He is 
All we long for, seek after, love and adore, then he gives the desire of our hearts. Only the, the, they are ready, only when we are ready, sorry, only we are ready to fulfill our purpose. He will be ready to fulfill your purpose. No other person or thing can satisfy us like Jesus. So what are you pursuing first today? Will you give yourself over to Jesus? Let's stand up. I, I have a song for us to sing together. It's called Nothing Else. And I, I do like for us to sing this song together as a prayer. We're going to declare this to the Lord. Nothing else. Only Jesus we're going to seek. We're going to make this commitment today. Father, it's all about you. Let's sing together. seated before your presence Lord never want to leave may this be your heart when you be before him you don't want to leave anymore I pray that the Miss Her is not going to be in charge but the Holy Spirit will be there when you are in his presence. You can do. I just was one you declare this. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm sorry. And I just gone through the mountains. I'm sorry. God to forgive you. Another song. Take my back to where we start. And open up my heart to you. Yes, Lord, we are opening up our hearts to you today, Lord. I'm sorry, oh Jesus. Lord, because sometimes we bring Miss Hurry to our to your presence. Me back to where we start. I open up my heart to you. Sing with all your heart to Him. Caught up in your presence, oh Lord, I just. Lord, we want to be seated at your feet. Holy moment. Never want to leave. Oh, Lord, we want to enjoy your presence, Lord. I'm asking for blessings. Jesus, you don't Just, just want you. 
words, Lord? You can can you say that? I just want you, yes, Lord. I just want else, nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, yes, Lord, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, no, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. I want to pray for you. Put the, the music down, please. Hallelujah, Jesus. This is, Lord, this is our prayer, Father. We want to sit our, our, at your feet, Lord. We want to enjoy your presence every day, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, because sometimes we are in such a hurry, Lord, that we don't stop, Lord. We don't enjoy your presence, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, because sometimes we, we are trying to save everybody else, Lord, and we don't allow them to grow, Lord. We are not allowing our family members, our friends, Lord, to grow and to run their, their race, Lord. We are trying to, to run for them, Father. Forgive us, Lord. Help us, Father, Lord to give you the first place in our hearts, Lord, to give you the first time of our day, Lord, to seek you first, Lord. We want to get, grow closer to your presence, Lord. We want you to be more closer and close to you, Lord. We want to be able, Lord, to run the race, Lord, and to shine, Lord, as Jesus Shown, Lord, when he was here, Lord. We want to be a blessing to people around us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, because sometimes we are not paying attention to this so important call, Lord, that you call us, Lord, to, to seek your first, Lord, to be in your presence every day, Lord. Help us, Lord, to, to be fed by you, Holy Spirit, to give, Lord, what you deserve, Lord. Lord, to seek you every day, Lord. I pray for my brothers, my sisters, Lord. I pray for all the 
Lord, maybe strongholds in their minds, Lord, that words like that, Lord, they say to themselves, I don't have time, I'm in a hurry, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we break these lies, Lord, and we declare, Lord, as your servants, Lord, we have time for you, Lord, because you are our creator, Lord, and you deserve, Lord, our best, Lord. You deserve, Lord, our best, Lord. You call us to be before you, Lord. You call us to seek you first, Lord. And we are committing ourselves, Lord, today, Lord, to give time for you, Lord, every day in our morning, Lord. Every day, Lord, we're going to give time to you, Lord. We're going to seek you first, Lord, because we know, Lord, this is the best place for us to be, Lord. Help my brothers, my sisters, Lord, to remember, Lord, this word, Lord, and to, Lord, desire to be before you, Lord, every day, Lord, because when we are there, Lord, we receive strength, Lord, to face your day, Lord, our day, Lord. We receive direction, Lord, to, to do things that we need to do, Lord. We receive, Lord, guidance, Lord, we, and also strength to sometimes to say no to people, Lord, to allow them to grow, Lord, to allow them to do things, Lord, that's going to help also to grow themselves, Father. I ask you for, bless my brothers and sisters today, Lord, and to help them to walk, Lord, and to run the race you call, Lord, them to, to, to run, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, thank you very much. Amen.